0: Hey everyone, we're back for our third edition of our podcast, which has now been renamed Two Girls, One Gay. After much deliberation and careful consideration, we have decided. So that's what we're we're using moving forward. So anyway, we had to take a break because we haven't really figured out how to get our shit together when it comes to normal lives and podcast life. So we took a little hiatus over break, but I figured that would be a great time to share what everyone did over these glorious holidays with their crazy, (laughs) fucked up families. So, Nick and Emily, how are you guys?
1: Great. So happy to be here finally. It's been so long, I feel like, since we've done this. The holidays really took it out of me. (laughs) Sure did. Currently still hungover from Christmas. I'm
2: literally going to say still reacclimating, but we'll get there. It's only, it's only the eighth day of the new year. I still
0: have <laughs> more to go. Hey, Em, how's that sober January going for you?
2: So you know, it's day eight. I've drank five of the eight <laughs> days. I'm feeling super confident, headed into week two. Mm. So we will see. We will see. I'm drinking now. So. Still bad,
0: but <laughs> still working on it. But you know what, um, that... you had really great intentions, and that's what I always say every time I talk shit about somebody.
1: It's nothing that a couple <laughs> of coconut waters can't erase. You
2: yeah, know what I mean, you know what? <laughs> so I, what? I genuinely believe myself when I say I'm going to do these things. I genuinely believe it, even though I should be, I should know better. Like I'm, I'm a fucking degenerate. Like there's no chance. Why do I even bring it up? But you know, I'll need to do that
0: aspirational why don't you just start posting fucking inspirational quotes on instagram and call it a day we'll we'll exile you to loser island but live
1: laugh love (laughs) live
0: laugh love (laughs) literally oh my god i had a roommate after college that had the live laugh love like in a crossword puzzle style Wooden embellishment hanging on her wall, and like every time I saw it, I wanted to say something so badly, and I had to live with that for like three years. Brutal.
1: <laughs> the holidays were yep. so much fun, though. Like it, I'm so mad, Justin, that you didn't come with us. because I know, such a blast.
0: So, for all of you guys listening, Emily and Nick are from a very small, quaint town called Fort Way in Indiana. And in my <laughs> head, there's. <laughs> Ten people that live there, but apparently there's 350,000. But anyway, they have some really weird ass stories from that town, including a cult and maybe somebody who was just arrested for like a very serious murder yesterday or today.
2: Oh, Wait, he got arrested. Yes. No. Well, he was arrested on the 21st of December, so just right before Christmas.
0: Okay. Well, what did this man do? In
2: 1988, I forget. I wanted like again like don't fact check me um, the he raped strangled and sodomized I want to say a young girl around the age of six years old in 1988 and then proceeded to taunt police with these letters that he wrote and he would leave them on young girls um, bikes like in the neighborhood up until 2004 I believe um, saying that he was the girl that or he was the man that killed the young girl and he was going to do the same to them. And if they told anybody, he'd blow their houses up. Um,
1: He wasn't winning any penmanship awards also, by the (laughs) way. Like that, like he didn't even know, he could not spell.
2: No calligraphy um, background there. But yeah, so after like, so in 1980, so I went from 88 to 2018. And so 30 years, this guy got away with it. Asking to get caught, by the way, like all. Yeah, the way like along the way. I, I mean, right. are you
0: think he like literally was like skipping around town, like leaving handwritten notes on people's bikes? Like, how, how did nobody really catch him?
2: Yeah, right. So I'm not really sure. So eventually, what happened is it was like another one of those genie like a uh, DNA situation. I don't know if it was like a database thing or if he was already like in the system if he had been tried for another crime. The article I read was super vague, but. Went to his door that came back. The genealogy thing came back. There was two matches. It was either him or his, you know, you know, full blood brother. So they like had an inkling for whatever reason. It was the. They flipped a, a coin and they
0: were like, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Knock
2: on the door in 2018, 30 years later, the man is 59 years old. They say, do you know what we're here to talk to you about? And he said the name of the young girl that was murdered straight away. He just said it. Wow. He He's just not like fold like, it that easily. 30 years.
0: Yeah, he's like fucking finally, guys. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I've been ready yeah. to throw in the towel like, for I, years.
2: Oh, you never get me. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, <laughs> I've literally been waiting thirty years. He's like
0: <laughs> leaving like like cookie crumb trails to his house. He's like, <laughs> how, how else I can I make this more obvious?
2: You know, funny,
0: that's a pretty pretty free life right there for a murderer. If you ask me. I mean, zero to yeah. zero to uh, fifty nine is a pretty long life. Of just fucking right. freewheeling.
2: Right. And now he gets 80 years in prison, which he's going to spend a good 15 of them before he dies. So Yeah, like, unless
0: somebody beats him just, to death, which they probably will. Because, like, child abusers totally. are the fucking worst of the worst.
2: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Deserve to die. Them and R. Kelly.
0: <laughs> yeah, them and R. Kelly, which child we will.
2: Is a child molester just, oh. you know, prefers them to be 13 or 14 instead of 6. I hate R. Kelly.
0: Okay. Well, like, if you don't, then, like, there's something also very wrong with you. I mean, have you watched any of the I, documentaries, Nick?
1: No, because I've, I mean, I've, i but I've been following the story since we were younger, since, like, the Aliyah situation back in the day, because I don't know if you know this, but my sister grew, and I grew up very, you know, urban, so <laughs> I followed this very closely from a young child. <laughs> um... Uh, and it's never gotten any better. And it's just always been so gross. And, and yeah, like, and when he got off with that, like, video, like, that was just like the, when, when that, when he didn't get in trouble for that, then I knew that nobody cared at all.
0: I remember, I, okay. So, first of all, I don't remember him marrying Aaliyah when she was 15. Second of all, I went to one of his concerts when I was in either middle school or high school. And I remember he, like, started, he, they pulled out this, like, white silk sheeted bed in the middle of the stage and he That's brought crazy. up an audience member and started like humping this audience member on this bed in front of like literally hey. a stadium of like 15,000 hey. people and I was like
2: they, they, they talk they talk about this in the documentary no way the girl that the audience member I'm using quotations because you guys can't see me she was one of the girlfriends no she was, like, a planted audience member. He also, at one show, like, Wait, wait, wait. I, like, went on to on that her. show, and
0: I haven't seen that episode yet. That was, like, a she real did, memory.
2: So, so she did it. So she went on, like, tour with him, and she was, like, the, like, quote-unquote, like, audience girl. And there was, like, one show where he, like, went out there and, like, went down on her. And then he, like, put her yes. in a like, weird... Yes! He put her he in this weird white cage. And then he was, like, grinding on her in this weird white cage. Yes! To, like, oh, that my was, God. Like, That's one of the, like, girls that was, like, being like brainwashed by him she was like a prop, prop. Basically, at the show but she talks about how she he was good she was trying to leave him and one of the ways he got her to stay was like well I'm gonna go on tour and I want you to be like my audience girl and she was like I felt super special like da da da, like I went on tour with him and like she ended up like staying in the relationship for much longer because she was like his like token audience member yeah and he would like pretend to go down on her like, yes! like seat he literally,
0: it literally stuck with me for, and I like never talked about it because I like literally was a fucking moron sitting there being like, woo, go R. Kelly, like you fuck that girl on stage. Like, where is that in normal in any sort of like day <laughs> and age? Like, it's bizarre. And I was like, so, I don't know. And then it's like, yeah, to take it to the you next.
2: Definitely- You have to watch that episode because they they do like, they show the- Do they show the concert?
0: I'm going to literally have like acid flashbacks because this was something that like has laid dormant in my mind. (laughs) I thought that was like so weird and I feel like I didn't even turn to my friends, but like, you know, if you could like go back in time, like I feel like I was like, wow, I should have like addressed how weird that was at the time. And I like just like (laughs) cheered it on and like laughing like best concert ever, Arkell, you know, like- Whatever. But anyway, I also didn't realize that, like, trapped in the closet, like, he literally was trapping these women in closets and rooms, right? Like, they were prisoners.
2: Yeah, that's what they were saying in the documentary. It was like his music was like him hiding in plain sight. He was like, well, if I just come out as this, like, super freak, like, predator, sexual predator, like, am I just, like, out there in the open about it? It's like, it's like hiding in plain sight. It's like hard to be like, because then everyone's just like, well, that's just R. Kelly. You can't blame R. Kelly for being R. Kelly. Well, it's like, but you can because it's like he's, actually like like Stockholm syndrome a bunch of women into like being his like sex slaves. And he makes this one girl, this one girl freaks me out the most, dress like a boy. She has to like shave her head. Oh, her I saw back. that girl,
0: the one who her mother comes to the door the and mom, she like um, wouldn't yeah. talk to her. She was like, Nicole's in there or something.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her mom her she have, according to the documentary, spoiler alert, she leaves with the mom, goes back and then the mom gets her back again. So it's like this whole back and forth thing, but she's like forced to like look and dress like a boy. And then like in the pictures that they have of her when she like first left her parents, like when she was 16 or 17, she was like stunning. Like she was such a beautiful young girl. And then they like cut to her now and she looks like a A man on butch, like tatted up, jacked, white beater hat. It's wild. So is he gay a little bit? I mean, I think he's just like a sexual deviant. Like, I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't know. I don't but know, I Nick. What like, does hey, that mean? She's not so a tell us.
0: Nick, tell us. You're <laughs> the one gay. Tell us. <laughs> does
2: <laughs> what that does that mean? A sexy girl that looks like a gay? <laughs> no. <laughs> that <laughs> looks what like...
0: You... <laughs> <laughs> Nick, tell, tell us more. more. No. Um. Okay, so like, basically everyone needs to watch the R. Kelly documentary and then like Curse him till the day that you die. I
2: also have to do. Sorry. I was going to say, I dare you not to sing along to Ignition when it comes on next time. Honestly,
0: that's going to be. We should do that as a challenge when we're like hammered and just see if we can like sit there silently while it like blasts. You can't. You can't. You just can't. You can't. I mean, even now I'm like dancing in my head to it. You know, it's like fucked up. Doot, 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 doot. (laughs) <laughs>
1: okay, but also though, like the cult wasn't in Fort Wayne, just to, re, just, to just just, to, just to reverse, it was in Indiana, or I was sorry, it was in California.
0: The cult was so in, okay, them. sorry, so just residents of Fort Wayne moved to California and were in the cult?
1: No, this happened when we lived in California when we were younger.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, so it started off as like a Christian-based religion that my mom just- Well,
0: you need to give everybody, my, like, how do we start to start talking about this random cult?
1: Oh, because I because I found out somehow that we were in it. Like I I was like I was like asking my mom over the summer like these like weird stories about when we were in this like trailer of a of a church and and I finally started to unravel that it was actually this like cult that we were in for like four years <laughs> and she finally admitted to it and the, the weird thing was that she was like she was like suppressing the memories and didn't even realize that it was a cult until I started to like to like break open to it on Christmas like the day before Christmas or <laughs> before Christmas Eve and we had a throwaway had- yeah just a couple days just like like three days before you came over <laughs> and
2: we had to like, like throw away like the foundation of it?
1: um Okay, so it was again. It was a Christian-based like um, church group, and then some guy from New Zealand like came over, and he like changed everything, I guess. And this one, it became super scary, and they weren't uh, allowed to wear pants. They were they allowed could, to wear like pants, long Yeah, they could only wear like long skirts. And oh, they
2: wear, like, well, I thought they were just. <laughs> I thought
0: they were in t-shirts and oh, underwear yeah. and like walking around with their sneakers on.
1: Yeah, just like eighteen women in like spangs and like in like flats. Yeah,
2: <laughs> just like underwear. <laughs> Oh my god! I was just at a really bad part. What'd you say? <laughs> like sneakers on, cunts out. <laughs> oh
0: my god, Emily! This is not <laughs> NC no, <I> Seventeen.
1: <was. laughs> Save that for Howard Stern, okay?
0: You'll so have anyways, yeah.
1: So this cult, like, we had to throw away all of our. We, st- my, she, we don't have any pictures when we were younger, because we had to throw them all away. Um, we had to burn the TV, which I was like yelling at my mom about. And then she ended up telling me that I was like the one that was like throwing rocks and calling the TV the devil. Like I like really took to it. Wait,
2: you were in it, Nick? I was like. Do
1: you remember this? Um, I don't remember. I remember being in like the church every like Sunday. I don't remember throwing rocks at the TV. And and
2: what's your age?
1: Because you had to be very young. I think I was between like four. Five and
0: seven, it must
1: have been. So I was pretty young.
0: I mean, I remember shit from when I was seven.
1: That's about it. That's
0: like the only year I can remember. Everything else is just gray Fog.
1: You just remember that set year. You just remember being seven that one year and then that was it. Like, like, that doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, I think it was third grade, Miss Butterworth's class. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody called. Somebody told me this girl, Ariana Sibley, if you're listening – Said to me, if you look up bitch in the dictionary, you'll find a picture of yourself. And I literally was like, oh. and now I'm like, that's kind of a compliment.
1: Jacqueline has like arrested development to like seven years old.
2: <laughs> that, was, oh that was like, honestly, such the popular people used to say that in song about like every word. Every, like, yeah. It literally it's so good it was like burn.
0: yeah except the first time you heard it it was when it was like an original piece it was very it's hard to take hard to take it
2: <laughs> uh, so um, okay the,
1: how do we what how
2: did you escape the cold
1: um in the middle of the night <laughs> man no, no um my mom and my aunt were like they i remember my mom saying that she was like really scared not scared for her life but just scared for the fact that she like didn't know what to believe you know what i mean like she just like felt like it was like all just like she realized that everything that she had believed in for these like past two years like a complete fucking farce and like not necessarily a farce but just like whatever so farce yeah, so they just – I mean, I guess I guess we just bounced. I mean, we didn't have to, like, run from anybody, like, that would have been more fun. Could you imagine? Like, that's why I'm here.
0: <laughs> I mean, there is, like, nothing more radical than you throwing rocks at a TV. Like, you love TV so much. Like, you've really made a 180 since your cold My
1: biggest movie. thing was, like, how did my dad – because, Emily, you know my dad. My dad doesn't believe in – I mean, like, you know, he just, like, doesn't give a shit about anything. It's like, how did he, like – no. I How did he not get mad? Oh, he said he cried when the TV when we had um when we had to throw the TV out.
2: <laughs> I don't believe that your dad. I don't really believe that your dad partook.
1: I know. I wish he would have been there because it was just like such a good story because she was totally suppressing these memories. It was the craziest thing. And, oh, like, she well, was like, she was like. I mean, mm-hmm. if you didn't call it a call, and then she was like, I guess you just never really do when you're in it.
0: <laughs> when you're in the cult, you don't call it a cult. <laughs> Rule number one about cult club.
2: Right. Jesus I've always Christ. wanted to be a cult, to be honest, but we'll see. You could go on
0: undercover.
1: Coming from, coming from a survivor's perspective, it's not all that's cracked <laughs> up to me. Sure,
2: <laughs> I shouldn't oh. minimize. I should not minimize.
0: God. You really should be on an episode of 60 Minutes or Dateline. That would be so fun.
1: I know. I wanted to interview her because it was so good. It was so rich. Like, the content was just amazing.
0: You should actually just record her. Or we'll have her on on the pod soon.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's good. She's great. She's so funny. She's insane.
2: Can I tell you real quick about this game she made us play at Christmas Eve? Yes. Oh, my God. So we're all literally, okay, mind you, we are very much intoxicated at this point. It is very, very late on Christmas Eve. And I mean, by very late, I mean, like, midnight. But we've all been drinking since, like, you know, 1, 2 p.m. And my family drinks tequila all night long on
1: Christmas Eve. Like, we went through, like, eight bottles. Right.
2: So we are, like, several shots of, you know, Patron deep and. Anna, Nick's mom, comes out with this newlywed-style game, these gigantic um, cards, like uh, what poster is, like po- poster boards, and she has written questions on them, but they are all about her and her husband Gerald's relationship. Um, the one question that sticks out in my mind is, <laughs> why did Gerald and Anna – oh, by the way, if you got a question right, you got $10. That, was <laughs> so or like, got the most right, won money? So we were all like – hitting, like, buzzers or hitting the table, and Anna was, like, calling on us to, like, give the answers. And the questions were a range of things. One of them was, like, who made the tamales for the then the other one was like, um, "Why did Gerald and Anna break up for a little bit?" And it was like, "Because Gerald cheated." And it was like on this like poster board at Christmas, and like all family.
1: And I was just like, this- and it was like everyone was like, "Wait, what? Like, <laughs> like how do you like break out news like that, like on Christmas Eve, like as a, like as a ten dollar prize question? Like, what do you mean, like yeah, I cheated on my mom?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> so like a ten dollar prize, yeah, but also actually, like shattering so- your entire childhood memory.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like it's like it's like what's happening next in our relationship? It's like, we're gonna get a divorce. It's like, yeah, you won ten dollars. It's like what that's like not even a fucking game that's not
2: funny at all. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. It was really, really good. Those are the types of family games I prefer to play while you're hammering. Yeah, dark
0: body. and morbid. Of course, yeah, you do. Like just like just it
2: really was... just really stir some shit up. <laughs> it's Christmas. Let's just fuck some shit up. So like
0: once the game was over, like what 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 happened? Were, was there awkward Uh, silences? Were you inquiring?
2: Yes. And then I went over Christmas morning, so like I woke up first thing Christmas morning, like went over there, and I like brought it up again. And then Anna got like a little mad at me for like bringing it up because Gerald and I were talking about it in the kitchen, and I was like, I thought it was fair play. You put it in the newlywed game. <laughs> I thought we yeah, but then my awesome. dad
1: was like taunting her. He was like, you yeah. know what? Like if I would have stuck with her, like I bet that would have been breakfast made. And it was like all this like, and my mom's like on speakerphone about like other family, like saying like you know Merry Christmas. And she's like, fuck you. She's a bitch. Like I was like going, she's going off. I'm like, you guys, this is like. Forty-five-year-old like vendettas that you guys are like digging right, back
2: yeah. up for no reason.
0: They're still together, right? Yeah,
2: yeah like, very much in love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. I think Anna just like to, you know, was gonna like I'm gonna like drag him for this for the rest of his fucking life. Christmas when my kids are adults, I'm gonna br- continue to bring it up. Like she's just never gonna let it go. I like it. I like the strategy.
0: Oh, so he really did cheat on her?
2: Yes, a hundred percent. Oh in high school in high school they're high school sweethearts so they're like they're like 16 years old when he like probably shared a kiss with this other girl got it never gonna let this fucking shit go oh my god that is so funny she was
1: like waiting for a reason to bring it up and then like just did it as like a game
0: yeah she's like still trying to get back at him but like bringing the kids in and like doing it in front
2: of the kids there like 30 people. The kids got it right. Your sister, your younger sister was the one that was like, because you cheated. And I was like, Damn. Yeah, I was like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> it's so
2: good. Listen, if you ever have the opportunity to go to a Cervantes Christmas, don't say no. Yeah. It's like, I know, because then
1: the next day, we all got, like, Ancestry.com, like, kids, and everyone's like, oh, we could finally find out who your real dad is, and, like, all this bullshit, and I'm like, you guys, this is, like supposed to be, like, a really fun holiday, and everyone's, like, <laughs> paying me to tell me that my mom and my dad cheated on each other, it's, like, so fucked up. <laughs> Oh,
0: god bless hell oh my god well speaking of vindictive games uh let's talk about the bachelor which premiered oh. the other night and um get into I my yeah chair. so Emily just watched the bachelor for the first time in her life and her
2: oh, I saw an episode with Tristan
0: oh Trista you dumbass it's a female
2: Tristan I, I thought the guy's name was Tristan
0: oh colton Perfect.
2: Never mind. Sorry
0: about the last episode. <laughs> all right. Well, nobody gives okay. a fuck about Colton because he's boring as all hell. But Emily's responses to the show were reactions that I've never heard anyone say because everyone that I've ever known in my entire life has always watched this show. But she was like, these driveway meetup introductions are very weird. <laughs> it's like nobody's ever questioned that because that's just the format of the show since like okay. 20 years ago. But like that is very true. Like the driveway intros are fucking weird.
2: Well, obviously I've seen that get introduced. Like you see clips and stuff online and things go viral or whatever. But you always see it as like they look like they're standing and making like a garden because there's like a lot of like florals or landscape behind them. I never realized that they're literally coming out of a car and they're taking four steps. Like it's like limo, four steps. Weird introduction, and then like a weird walk-in. It's a very, to me, it's a very strange format to be introduced to people. I also just kept picturing this like clown car of this like massive stretch limo, like 30 <laughs> girls sitting in one car, and like one by one each like piles out. Like it just seems so strange to me. <laughs> and then there were like weird ways to try to like stand out and get attention. It was so cringe. I kept having to change channel and go back because I was uncomfortable. But you know, the sloth. Stole the
0: show. Yeah. This last was a show. But like for everybody who watches the show and doesn't know, but most of you probably do, there's like four or five girls in a limo. They go staggered. They, the girls who aren't currently introducing themselves, wait in the limo. And then they tell you to get out of the limo. You stand on a certain spot and they say to count till five, which is so fucking impossible when you're about to get on TV for the first time in your life and like introduce yourself to this guy that you don't know. Um, so you're like, one, two, three, four, five. And then, like, you go and you start walking up. And it's, like, just so unnatural and awkward. And, like, everybody blacks out with, like, adrenaline. And then you go inside and it's, like, just such a fucking shit show. But it's honestly, I got so, so drunk. By the time that you're done filming, it's 6.37 in the morning.
2: So, I don't know. They seem very composed.
0: Yeah. Like, well,
2: I wouldn't black. Before I got out of the limo. Like, oh I
0: mean, you got- Yeah, I and mean people, like if you saw yeah, me on stronger. the first night of um Bachelor Pad, I couldn't even, I was like, couldn't even formulate sentences and my voice was my drunk voice. So it's like pretty obvious when people start getting drunk. But yeah, the sloth still the show. I mean, other than that, there's obviously like immediate front runners, more blondes from like the south, you know, it's the same shit, different year.
2: Is that their like target demo? Is it, like the south?
0: I think so.
2: Heavy southern people. Yeah, there's like battling beauty queens.
0: Yeah, and like that's probably like how they date in the south anyway. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, south it's it's cold in Indiana, and then this is how they date the format how they date in the south.
2: Um, right. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to like pick a front runner or pick a favorite because there's just so many. It's like, how do you even even become like familiar attached to a character with this many people on the first episode it's all very overwhelming
0: well yeah and they're like do you know my name and it's like why are you asking him that like he obviously doesn't know your fucking name you dumb shit like he has to literally turn to producers to be like what's her name and then they tell him but like it was like so fucking bizarre they were like it was like almost all of them had the mental capacity of like A 12-year-old. You know, it seemed like they were all so immature. It was bizarre.
2: Very. So they come across so young. But again, I guess that is like the, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the target audience is. But like, you know, when you're 23 talking to a stranger saying, you know, I can see myself getting married. It's like,
0: what? (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Especially, especially the DJ from Florida with the dog who was like. Do you mind if I steal him for a second? And like, what was making me so mad is that the, she stole him like five times. For those who didn't watch, But it's the other girls were just like, "Uh, okay." And I just wish somebody was like, "No, bitch!" Like that's all it needed to take.
2: Yeah, I just feel like it's the the like private conversations through two. If you have thirty people in a room, it doesn't make much sense to spend individual time with each one.
0: Well, you're so, he's supposed to so that he can figure out who he wants to get rid of. But honestly, not everybody gets to talk to him the first night. How many – okay, to be honest, I couldn't
2: I – didn't, I didn't finish that. I didn't so. finish
0: either. I don't know who got kicked off. I literally had to change the channel because those, those premier party, those premier parties, which I was invited to, and I think the best decision I ever made was not going because it was so cringe to watch those. It was like – so embarrassing, and I, I can't even begin to describe. Like, did you see any of those, Emily or Nick?
1: Just at the very end, when they were, like, showing where they had them all at, and there was, like, an engagement in Salt Lake City.
0: There were two <laughs> engagements, one in Salt Lake City with Ashley and Jared, and then another one, the girl was, like, with child, and the boyfriend was, like, okay, like, do you want to marry me?
2: I was like, let's just do this already.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's like, let's <gasps> get to the chase. Yikes. Yikes. Uh,
2: no, I didn't. Well, I fast-forwarded through the beginning portion i got straight to the meet drive meet and greet well i just watched
1: the m when he was crying the entire time about how he gets rejected every time he puts himself out. There. <laughs> well you're clearly a flaming homosexual so it makes complete <laughs> sense as to why all these women would reject you
0: see you can say that because you <laughs> yeah this is why we have you here i mean i i'm open to that theory i'm very open to that theory
2: i mean it's definitely a running theory um Something is a something is amiss, I will say, with him and uh he doesn't seem super comfortable around females.
0: He does not. He was people. so uncomfortable and so awkward. And then they try to like win us over by showing like a montage of him being like an awkward, like an awkward teen with like a little bit of chub and some acne. It's like, didn't we all fucking go through that? Like, why? This is not convincing me, this is why you didn't have sex. Like, we all go through puberty. We're all awkward. Right. We all, I mean, right. I was like so ugly. <laughs> there was no one touching me with a 10 foot pole until I got those braces off and that nose down. So <laughs> I literally have zero sympathy for Colton. It's like, oh, look, you poor kid. Now you're like this like hot guy who's like the leading star of this like hot ABC show. Fuck off.
2: I mean, but I'm definitely interested to continue to watch.
0: Right. See, now you're yeah. hooked. Now you're invested. The journey.
2: My, I definitely I, not hooked but I'll definitely
1: watch when it like starts to dwindle down to like m- more you know intense competition and then the crazy starts coming out. Right.
2: I agree when it's like a smaller crop of girls and I can get like more invested and like really pick one to like really root for.
0: Right. Sure. Okay okay well moving on uh down the line of trash TV we have Vanderpump Rules which I honestly am starting to feel like it's a bit like clockwork. I don't know. Yeah. It's like the same shit over and over.
1: Right. It's like, Oh, Stassi has another birthday freak out. Yeah. It's like the episode is exactly how it is formated every single season.
2: It's yeah. So
0: dumb. James mom is a very bad mom. Like we already knew that. We've already <laughs> seen that scene. Like, Ooh, that was, like, so oh, uncomfortable to watch. She's like, Lisa, oh you're his God. mother figure. And Lisa's like, uh, you're his mom, actually. So <laughs> you're his yeah. mom figure. Like, yeah, that God. was so savage. I loved it. That was, like, my favorite part.
1: She was a mess.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It's
2: like, spoiler alert, James didn't have good parents. Yeah. Like, who would have guessed it? Like, who would have <laughs> known? And his dad is fucking living with that guy with all like the bracelets and the necklaces and the thick stitched jeans. Like it's so weird. <laughs> oh that's that's the story I want to see. Like, let's just get a spin-off of James's dad. Well, he's tough to look at, sorry, but he's very hard to look at on camera. But let's just get a spin-off of like what do those two grown ass weird men do all day in that apartment together because I'm pretty sure I heard James say in another episode his dad's really not working right now. So what's he just like hanging on this dude's couch like playing PS4 all day? Like I really need to, I, I need to know more about that.
0: Yeah, and like I thought his dad was like best friends with like celebrities and shit. Is that not the George case? Michael
2: was his godfather. Like where did, how,
1: how has that mighty fallen so hard that he's like living with some weird guy in like true religion jeans in like a two bedroom Apartment in West. It's
0: so weird.
2: Not even two bedrooms. James had like a one of those. James like, lived on the couch. I thought. Yeah, it was like a folding door, but like he had like a cat. Yeah. Oh, like a like a Murphy bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, the shows. I mean, it's the same thing. Stassi freaks out. James cries. Katie and Lala are the voice of the generation for women today. Like moving on. Bored. Yeah, Lord. I mean, like,
0: Lala, we get it, you're sexual, like, you like it in the ass, ha ha ha, you like, like, it's just, I don't know, I feel like they need to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. But.
2: Yeah, Jane's dad of Paul.
0: Yeah, that's where, that's where I want to be. That's where I'm invested.
2: You <laughs> <Same. laughs> give
1: me more of that. I know, I, I just, I get so mad at the teasers, like, the. We, we remember who he is. Trust me, we didn't forget who he was. we are
2: gonna keep flashing back to like, oh, no. I, I want more. Flash, flash, back, but then give me more. Like I love, I love that screenshot of him so much. It's so good.
1: He's like, do you want to go to lunch? He's like, uh, <laughs> I uh, can't <laughs> think of an excuse, but the ex- <laughs> answer is no. I can't. Go. <laughs> six, and
2: six beats on my keyboard. On oh, my, oh, my keyboard, key computer. computer. <laughs> Some baits to mix here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So good.
2: (laughs) But yeah, boring snooze. I hope they pick it up this season. Like how though? They're not going to I don't I'm bored. Also, like if I have to hear Brittany say will sigh one more time, I'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) leave. Yeah, you're gonna throw out of the remote, like shut the fuck up.
0: She's like, oh my god, Jax, I have a secret. They're saying that your track record is bad. And I should be worried. It's like, are you dense? What is wrong with you? How is that a secret? Come to your right. senses, right. Jesus Christ! Stop. Put down your mama's mamma's beer cheese.
2: Put down that beer cheese and start
0: developing that it, sweet little brain of yours.
2: Right. What? It's pain, it's pain. The season is painful.
0: It's painful. Just, our, Speaking of shitty accents, Nick recently drove through Iowa and met up with a suitor. So can we hear more about that? My long-distance, long-term loving relationship? Yeah, like how you literally are in a relationship with like a passerby.
2: You picked him up, you fucked him in Iowa, and now you guys are in love.
0: Okay,
1: well you know what?
2: Four (laughs) of our listeners are my family, so we need to
1: reel it in.
0: Four of our ten listeners are your mom, dad, brother, and sister.
1: (laughs) No, my dad wouldn't listen to this piece of shit podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I was driving back from um, Chicago or from Indiana, and I met up with a gentleman caller, and it was so much fun. How did you find him? Via, I mean, via an
2: app. <laughs> I you think to it's wild that you just signed on to an app on the highway in iowa and then took a detour to meet a stranger i just think it's just well he was on the
1: way so it wasn't really a detour it was a So i was passing by so he was a perfect stranger he was
0: a perfect stranger
1: oh yes he was but i was like i was at my friend's house i had stopped to say hi to some friends um in iowa and i was like you know what?
2: you're not the next cold case nick and that's fine
1: i feel like how else would i go out you know what i mean i been being brutally murdered and bludgeoned to death by some stranger on the way home from Chicago.
0: It's a good story.
1: But, um, yeah, I just have- Blossom, correct? Oh, 100%. I mean, the second we met, the chemistry was just helpful. I mean, it was crazy. It was just, <laughs> we hung out for like three hours and just like talked. I mean, okay, granted, he shows dogs, but that's
0: neither here nor there. He shows dogs.
2: I did not tell you guys Did that? you watch Seven Days Out? No. The West- or one
0: that's literally what I was just thinking of. Seven Days Out on Netflix, really good. Watch it. And oh. everyone who who shows dog, I mean, is he is he like Look walking that. around in like a glittered three piece suit? Like, what is this guy? Yeah, like? like, is that that's what, what I picture?
1: To the door, yeah.
0: <laughs> Does he like dress the same yeah. as his dog? Like, invested in show. He
1: tranced his great day right to the front door. introduced me. <laughs> And the rest was history. Obviously,
0: his what? name is Great. John, and he's hey. like, "Hi, I'm John. Here's John Junior. Welcome no to our house. Welcome to our kennel." And then, like, they like start like showing you their like tricks.
1: Yeah, he's like, "This is my dog Benedict Cumberbatch. He's <laughs> a a, a prize winning Great Dane."
0: He's like dressed up as a detective, smoking a pipe. He's like, "Welcome to my home," <laughs> yeah. and then he takes you to a Cracker Barrel, and you guys like whisper sweet nothings to each other. Like, that is literally what I'm picturing.
1: Playing, like, games and, like, eating (laughs) chicken fried steak. um, In the
0: tail on the donkey? Like, what are you doing?
1: Was not wearing a suit. I can definitely tell you that. Um, (laughs) We... (laughs) No, we just, like, he, like, we just hung out, and we, like, started making out, and then we, like, realized that we both, like, found each other really attractive, and we were like, maybe we should just, like, hang out for a little bit, and then we, like, hung out and just, like, talked, and, like, I don't know, it was really cool. There was something really interesting about it, and we have continued our conversation since, and I gonna mean, he's coming here, um, for his birthday, um, in February, he bought us ticket yesterday.
0: Wait, he's coming to Colorado to visit you, specifically, and staying with you at your house?
1: Okay, well, like, full disclosure, no, I mean, yes, yes, actually, yes, but... He comes to Denver um, for his birthday every year, which I found serendipitous because I was like, okay, well, this is interesting. Cause like, he, I was, he was like, where do you live? And I was like, in Denver. He's like, oh, I go to, to Denver every year for my birthday. What? Um, just, I don't know, just to get away, I guess. He's, he's originally from Wisconsin, um, and so he just moved to Iowa. And for the last few years, he's been going to Denver for his birthday, and he's keeping it up. And so he bought a ticket yesterday, and we're, he's going to come here, and we're going to get a hotel and go. Travel around Colorado.
0: <laughs> and do dog tricks in the hotel room. And
1: do dog tricks. And I'm going to show him my
2: agility. He's going to love
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's got to I mean,
2: check the I applaud, prostate. Yeah. <laughs> applaud your courage.
1: Just, yeah. I mean, you know, I always find myself in situations where I've been attracted more to long-distance relationships. And I find that to be very not healthy. But we'll see if this one changes. Me too,
0: Nick. What, is, what does that mean? Does that mean we're emotionally unavailable? I think
1: that we just want, yeah, I, I mean, yes, the underlying is that, yes, we're emotionally unavailable, but we want to have we're not.
0: Yeah, because, like, long distance to me is ideal, because it's like, hey, like, I can still do my own thing over here, but then I'm, like, super excited to see you when I see you. Right.
1: And like I want to be in a situation where I can like like somebody and be in a relationship and like also have the ability to tell all the other fuck boys like sorry guys, I'm in something. Like right now, like it's like so powerful to be like, I know that right now, I mean it's not really like we're not in a relationship, but it's still one of those things where like I'm seeing
2: like <laughs> You've hung out one time.
1: A future and I'm like ready to move to Iowa <laughs> and get my life started, kickstarted. Just well- kidding, no but it would be nice to be like, you know, fuck you to all the other douchebags that, like, don't want to date me. <laughs> yeah, true. You
0: know? What's the money, like, in Show Dogs?
1: Um, Well, he's, like, a veterinary. He, like, works in, like, the veterinary field or some bullshit. I don't know. I don't know if he's a veterinarian. But I don't know what the money is like in Show Dogs. Probably not a lot, right? I mean, it's not like horses.
2: Right. like, you can dump a lot of money into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like pageant, Like, pageants. Right. right?
2: Like, I don't know what the ROI is on a- show dog situation yeah I it's like
0: all
1: trophies so i don't know if it's not good or it doesn't show off you know what i mean <laughs> yeah
0: well good luck to you on that uh keep us posted on your new relation.
1: i mean i'm sure it'll die a fiery death
0: here's the i think this is why i like long distance they last longer than a local relationship for me because I fuck that shit up like literally two weeks in because it's just like more opportunity to fuck up. Whereas like if you're long distance, it's like, eh, I'm cool from afar.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. That's, yeah. My longest relationships were the ones that were long distance. Like Chris, I was with like a year and a half and he was in New York. And then Thomas, I was with like a year and he was in Toronto. So it's like, and then anybody beside that would just like here and there. Totally. So, Here's another question, which I don't know if I should be talking about on this, but this seems like a safe space. So, like, yesterday I was, like, talking to Shane, and he's, like – I was, like – he was in New Orleans. And I was, like, okay, so – Nobody on Shane
0: this is? podcast knows who Shane is. Nobody oh. listening to this podcast knows who Shane is. Yeah,
1: okay, you give some
0: background you on You can just mind? be like, I was talking to Shane, and
1: – Oh, yeah. So, Shane is just the person that I've been sleeping with for four years who, <laughs> who never – tie me down and just kind of drags me along, right? Is that how you would describe it? I mean, you guys could describe it better than I could.
0: Yeah. I mean, he wants you when he wants you, and he can't commit.
1: And, I mean, I guess I asked him because he was in New Orleans, and I was like, so who would you sleep with? He was like, oh, I don't remember his name. And I was like, okay, but if I were to say that to you – you would block me for a week and, you know, not speak to me. And he was like, well, yeah, but, like, I don't want to hear about your situation. It just seems very manipulative. You know what I mean? Like, it just, like, struck me and really, like,
2: kind of sounds like it's a don't ask, don't tell on both sides. So yeah. So you should ask.
1: I know, but I, like, really, I don't know. It's just weird.
2: You, you know, or are you trying to, like, stir the pot?
1: Probably to stir the pot. No, I think
0: for Nick, it, there's two perspectives in relationships or, like, when you're getting over a relationship or whatever it may be. One perspective is knowledge is power. Like the more you know, the better, like the more powerful and the more in the know you feel. That's what Nick is doing. And then the other one is like, what I don't know can't hurt me. And that's how I am. I'm like, you know what? Just, I'm going to turn a blind eye. I'm going to be ignorant to this, whatever, by choice. Because I think emotionally, I'd rather not know if I'm going to try to carry on. If I know, then it's like I'm building up resentment.
1: No, I agree. I agree. And then it becomes
0: a point. Or retaliation.
2: There's two ways. But what you're talking about is like you're talking about you would build a presentment or something like that if you were.
0: If I knew everything, like I don't tell me,
2: but I wouldn't ask. But you guys have kind of like, you guys kind of like laid out the ground rules of like you're not, you're going to see other people when you're not together. So then what's easier for you to not know or to know?
1: Well, I mean, I wouldn't care if you did sleep with somebody. I just think that it's just like, I don't know. I guess, yes, I guess you're right. Like, I guess it's like a don't ask, don't tell situation. Like, I guess like I shouldn't be asking questions. That I don't know. I don't. I really don't know what it is.
0: I think what bothers you is that he has like, he literally says it with like the utmost ease. He's like, "Oh, him," you know. And it's like maybe you should hesitate a little bit more, or like be a little bit more tactful in his delivery. Yeah,
2: yeah. Or he, or he should just be like, "I thought we agreed: don't ask, don't
0: tell." Right, or that.
2: <laughs> just yeah, strong. that could that could be it as well.
1: I, you, fuck, both I play games. Games.
2: you guys both play games. You play games, and
0: it's like exhausting. Like it's a cat and mouse.
1: No, it's so true. I mean, it's I mean it's dumb. I mean, <laughs> I'm interested to see how things like turn out when I like move back. But
0: yeah, but here's the thing: is like I always say, like oh, I'm so over games. Like I'm in my 30s, and I don't, I just like don't need to play games. But like then the alternative perspective is, God, I fucking love games. So like it's there's like such <laughs> right. a happy medium. I'm right. like such a fucking like keep yanking my motherfucking chain like i i need to be kept on my toes and like when it there is no game i'm kind of like uh sn- yawn next right. <laughs> so i don't yeah. know it's, yeah fuck that
1: so just keep on playing the game just keep on fucking with them huh just roll
0: Todd. remember emily roll Todd. With- <laughs> Emily thinks that everybody on the Bachelor is from Alabama, and says "roll tide." But like, you know, I can't do it. There's
2: just not even like a single person I've ever met that hasn't been like, "I'm from Alabama, roll tide." I get it. Like, you can tell me you're from Alabama and not follow it up with "roll tide." Like, I know, I get it. Like, you love Alabama football. You didn't go to college there because you probably didn't go to college at all. Like, yeah,
0: so true. Can you (laughs) imagine if, like, every time that I introduce myself, I'd be like. I'm from Boston. I'm wicked smart. Like, <laughs> that's, like, that's I, literally the same thing. Yeah. So I was like,
2: I'm from Indiana. Who, 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 who's yours? <laughs> oh, my God, I would kill you. <laughs> like, I did the IU chant. Like, I never even fucking went to IU. Like, who cares? Like, it's a bizarre thing to do is, like, chant out a random college fucking catchphrase. I don't even know what you call those things. Cheerleader chants? Like, I don't even know what it is terrible i don't
0: know but it's like it is really annoying because their accents are even more annoying like, roll tide i can't even do it but it's like you know what i mean it's the way that they say it it's like we're not constantly in a beauty pageant and that's like all that it reminds me of
2: right it's like always on roll tide roll tide roll tide, roll tide. alabama roll tide <laughs> miss teen <laughs> alabama roll tide <laughs>
0: And from the first alphabetical state of the United States, Alabama. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway. All right. Well, you know what? Sunday was a mess. Sunday was a mess because the Golden Globes aired. And it was just a highway robbery of left and right. We – I don't know. I'm still not over – A Star is Born losing best motion picture drama or whatever category it was. There's like 800 categories for the Globes. Yeah.
2: I've really done a lot of reflecting on the situation because obviously it's been a really tough week for me. Um, I think what I'm most sad about is Bradley Cooper not getting director. I agree. Lady Gaga was out there campaigning so hard for him. She gave that fucking speech 100 times. We all heard it. She meant it. Like, it was just like, I just felt like he needed to, I don't know. He lost. I was devastated. They put on the best post. They put on the best, like, um, what are they called? Like, media junket performances I've ever seen for for a movie, to, like, promote a movie. Like, that, like, press tour that they did, their acting of being in love with each other on the press tour was unparalleled. It was, I was sucked right in. And then the movie was great. Well, according to
0: blind gossip, he's going to be single soon.
2: Yeah. Well, according to blind gossip, he also has a
0: teeny tiny. And a small dick. So, ladies, get in line.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there are plenty of women would fuck him, anyways. Yeah,
1: that's true. (laughs) At least the Americans won.
2: Yes.
0: True. That was, and Paige looked really good for her. Her little body. Well, like
2: really
0: yeah. I'm kind yeah, like of go- like over the Golden Gloves.
2: Same. Um, one thing, Jacqueline, I want to ask you about. How did you feel about Queen Anne winning Best Actress?
0: Okay. Well, Emily and I went to go see. Well, <laughs> I made Emily go see The Favorite with Me this weekend. And it literally was a movie, two and a half hour movie of. Emma Stone and Rachel White's going down on like a fat queen for two hours, literally it was two, two hours. hours
2: long. It was long. It was very. long. It was quite
0: it was, long. It was quite long to see two women munching box for like a very like a majority <laughs> of the plot.
2: Uh, I didn't know. I guess I. I guess I didn't do my research. I didn't really know. I
0: didn't I read like one thing about book. it. I did not. Re- I. I just thought it was like uh, a dark comedy.
2: I walked in there having no idea I sat down and it's like the first like scene where you realize that they like all go down on this queen the whole time I literally looked at Jacqueline and I was like wait what <laughs> she was, okay but then was like I was like she's eating her out she has like a, like a rotten foot like
0: she's, she's green. her foot, her foot needs and to she's be like, like fucking amputated and they're like down there like licking away it's disgusting I'm
1: so fucked I'm up like that's really what this movie's about either.
0: Spoiler, sorry guys but like I'm not yeah, even giving away ugh, whatever
2: yeah I mean there's no plot to give away to be honest with you there's no like there's no it's like very linear right plot. it's there's like
0: all about like, the oh, dynamic but, and the changing of the dynamic between the three women um, but
2: I just I didn't know that so much of the dynamic was right reliant on who could munch the best backs.
0: right the eating out <laughs> of the of the queen was a very significant subplot to the dynamic of the three women. Let's just put it that way. And then at some point, there's like some – she's like sitting there with Bonnie – just the whole thing. I was like, where are we? Where am I? Am I awake? Am I – what? I
2: was, am I oh. conscious?
0: Spoiler,
2: I was hammered, so. Yeah, okay. We also were like,
0: hammered. But I was like hanging on for dear life to like try to work my brain and like my streaming consciousness to like understand this movie. And my takeaway was – a lot of women going down on each other in like not ideal circumstances
2: yeah so that sounds awful and unfortunate golden globes all around i would say it was just not not ideal yeah it was yeah but something we can look forward to is the new season of celebrity Big brother oh my oh.
0: god
2: Totally cannot wait
1: okay
0: so today the <laughs> cast for Celebrity Big Brother, the new season was announced, and it is a top-notch all-star cast.
1: I mean, who like whose idea? This person deserves an award. I don't care what award it is.
2: Uh, who Sean so? Spicer is such a fucking football. Okay. Well, I am fucking. I don't even like. I. Let's run through the list. Thought to like go there.
0: Yeah, so Nick, read off the list and let the viewers who presumably don't watch this, like, terrible show, what the cast is.
1: Okay. So, starting with Aubrey O'Day, what a goddammit.
0: Biggest train wreck in all of Hollywood.
1: And I think that she's going to let a lot of shit fly about Donald Trump Jr. I just feel like she's going to Especially
0: gonna a with Luke Spicer Luke. there, for Especially sure. Especially with Spicer there. Yes.
1: Um, Tiffany Pollard. Jesus
0: Christ. I love New York. I love New York.
1: York. The Queen. The Queen. I don't know. You guys, you probably didn't watch it, but she was on, um, the British version of Celebrity Big Brother, and she just, Did she bring it home? If you get a chance to, like, look up, like, just the hot moments, she was. She's the
0: funniest funniest fucking person on TV. She was
2: also on, um, Famously Single, I think it was, with like Ronnie and
0: yeah and that uh, loser, Josh Murray.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's just I mean she literally she just I mean she's she was born to be on reality TV. It's like born. Well, for it. Dina Lohan is also on this
1: cast and um they were um Tiffany and her mom and Dina and um what's the dad's name? Michael? Michael. Michael Lohan. We're all on like couples therapy together. And um, Tiffany Pollard's mom, um, Sister Patterson, would not shake Dina Lohan's hand because she felt like the devil was inside of her. And so I feel like it's just already just like set up to be so. Um, so then uh, Bobby, um, is it Moynihan? I don't know. He's the guy from um, S- SNL. Yeah, from SNL. Um, sure. Caitlyn Jenner. What? Uh,
0: How the mighty have fallen.
1: I know. I know. Calvin Johnson. Who's that again?
0: He was an NFL player, I think on the lions. Very good. One of the best.
1: Well, not apparently because he's on celebrity weather. Um, (laughs) Carson. Hey guys, if there's any
0: straight men listening, did you hear how quick I was to know that NFL player? (laughs) Call me. Someone someone throw her a bone. Call me. Um,
2: Carson Griesley. It's whatever. Whatever. Um, he just writes that new queer eye wave, so let him
1: go. That's true. Um, Jonathan Bennett, uh, a.k.a. Aaron Samuels from... Oh, I
0: was going to say, who is that? Yeah, Aaron Samuels. So,
1: you know, him and Dina are going to have a, a, an alliance yeah. not the back. Yeah, he's yeah. also
0: hosting the Lohan Beach Club after-party, or after-show on MTV. we'll
1: talk about next, after this.
0: Do you think um, that Aaron Josh. Samuels... Wait, do you think Jonathan Bennett in present day is
2: good-looking, Nick?
1: I do not. I think he's. He. I think he has a. He, has a very prominent gay face, <laughs> that I just don't find attractive. It's just like manufactured. It's very taut. It's very shiny. It's very. The eyebrows look like they were just like. It's
0: very manicured. Good. It is very manicured.
1: Yeah, and I don't like that. I liked him better when he was not scruff.
0: Like like less. Yeah, like more right. scruffy.
1: Um, Stephen Baldwin. Because what else is he gonna do?
0: It's that Haley Baldwin's dad, or is <laughs> Billy her dad?
1: Yes, it's um, it's Haley Baldwin's dad.
2: Oh, jeez.
1: Beavers' um, father-in-law. <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, the one, the only, take out a kneecap, my love, Tanya Harding.
2: Yeah.
1: And her boxing gloves, I would presume. Wild.
2: Wild.
0: Wild.
1: This
2: is so good, you guys. This is so good. They have to be shelling out like a decent amount of cash to get all these fucking people in one house together. I agree. This is like this is
1: like a celebrity death match on MTV, but like real fucking human beings. Like this is this is gonna be so good. And Tiffany Pollard and Sean Spicer in the same
2: room. Like what the fuck? And it's just I can't I'm I can't. I'm, okay. This is like Big Christmas. Mother- Big Brother is very, like, voyeuristic, where they're, like, take it's, like, 24-7. They're, like, getting you on, like, the, like, night cams, like, all that kind of stuff. Like, what, is Sean Spicer is just going to be, like, sleeping in a bed, and they're going to do, like, a night vision shot of him, like, in a bed. It's just, like, Absolutely. fucking strange to me. Like,
1: like, I just can't picture. Like, I'm going to be like, recording him. Big Brother after dark, because it's going to be so good.
0: Yeah, oh, on Showtime? I love that.
2: Yeah, I used to watch it all the time. But this here's
1: the thing. What if Tiffany Power blows, like, everybody? Like, Caitlin and, fucking like, John Spicer? Because you know <laughs> she, like, she, can't, she can't be holed up. Like, that was her thing. Caitlin doesn't British. have a penis anymore. Oh, well, she'll still find it. Like, she'll, like, like she could not, like, you should have <laughs> seen her on Celebrity Big Brother. She could not, like, she needed her. She was hurt in first squirt and so bad. Like, she would say it publicly. She'd be like, I need dick. All the time. And the British people were like, what is this fucking common bitch talking about? She's not going to keep herself quiet.
0: I am dead. I also, like, don't understand, like, call me dumb, but I cannot grasp the concept of this show. The rules make zero sense.
2: Oh, yeah, I don't get that part. Yeah, then you're, not gonna a hate, then you're gonna hate Love Island. You can't want It's like the same thing, but with like couples.
0: No, because I'll get Love Island because it's in like basically the same rules as Paradise. Like they just keep bringing in people and like eliminating people.
2: Sort of, but it's like Big Brother too, where they just like switch up the rules like at any given moment. Yeah, like, there's no set game plan. It's like as soon as you think you've like got the like, like, the like map of the game, it's like they just like all of a sudden will just like come in and like if they feel like two people are like they feel like two people are getting too close, they'll just come in and like purposely split them up just like see what happens like there's just like no rules
0: that was the same way
2: she's like don't know what's gonna happen and it's like same as big brother it's like super voyeuristic you just watch these people hang out in one house they can't leave for 24 7 for seven weeks straight it's fucking wild like i couldn't live like that but i mean i love watching people do it so i'm into it i'm watching i'm watching every minute of Big Brother. when does this premiere like i need to figure out everything about everything how long are they there for
1: January 21st! OMG!
2: That's soon!
1: It's so soon. I don't know how long they're there for. I think they're there for a while. I think they're there for like a month at least. Like Sean
2: oh, no. is gonna live in this ho- I don't know why I'm so fixated on Sean Spicer but like he's gonna live in this house with all these people for a month. Like I guess all the other people have this like reality TV background where maybe they're kind of like more like familiar with like how like production and like cameras like all around you at all times of the day work. Right. You know, I just don't, I guess it's like just weird to like bring in like a random political figure and like drop him in. I mean, it's brilliant, but.
0: I just can't believe that he went from the White House to this. That's like so funny and ironic. Okay, so from one trash TV to another, because that's literally our whole lives and what we do all day, every day. Lohan Beach Club just premiered this week. What are your thoughts on that and that goddamn mess, Lindsay Lohan?
1: She is so stupid.
2: I thought I was going to be more into it. She's just actually kind of just painful to watch.
0: So painful. Like everything that, like, oh, shit. My phone just dropped and almost
2: killed my dog.
1: (laughs) She's just not a boss. She's just not a boss. She's not good at it. It's
2: like a minute anyone started having like anything to say about themselves she was like actually I'm the boss I'm not here to listen about you we're here to talk about me and if you're not going to talk about me I'm going to stand up and walk out and talk about how I would never do this in a meeting with Steven Spielberg and it's like bitch you never had a meeting with Steven Spielberg like stop acting like your career has been
1: over for fucking
2: 15 yeah, years. you've been
1: exiled from Hollywood for years. that's why you lived in Mo- no, I almost in Mumbai. <laughs> Dubai for so long.
2: Nobody wanted to. It's like she literally was like, I lived in Morocco and then I lived in Moscow and then I lived in Dubai and it's like, bitch, you just waited till like one city like didn't fucking kick you out. So that's how you ended up in Mykonos, Calm down.
0: Literally, remember when she wore that like burkini and was posing on a rock? In, like, the middle of an Arab country. And and it was just, like, paparazzi post photos. It's just so funny. It's like, okay, great. You lived in all these different countries. But, like, what do you have to show for it? Basically, the fact that you can't afford a makeup artist. You're so poor that you can't even hire a makeup artist.
1: Yeah. Go, right? I mean, we're going to go, right?
0: Right. We're definitely going. That's, like, not out of the question. (laughs) Not out of the question. (laughs) And also there was like an article that I read recently. I can't remember who it was, but it was talking about a couple and they were like a, like a D list celeb couple. And they were like, the, the couple heated up when they met at Lohan beach club this summer. And I was like, is there anything else worse than that being your place of, of meeting and falling in love? Like I'd rather set myself on fire than read a headline. That's like I, they met at Lohan beach club. Like there's Isn't nothing she, worse.
2: Is it cool? Are people going? Like, is it a real thing, or is it just like made for MTV TV and it's just like terrible?
0: No, apparently Actually, people are going.
2: It's popular, right? I
0: mean she's,
2: she's or, making money. She's making money.
0: I don't know if it's popular, but
2: it's a success.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: even know where on the island is at. Oh, wait, what, what? that's my dumb. dog is choking. Oh, Oh, wait, no, it's not far. Wait, yes, it is. That's far. We're not going there. Her business partner is terrible. Oh, what a nightmare that little queen is. Yeah, and he,
0: like, wears his sunglasses during his interviews, which I find to be appalling.
2: It's just I don't know I, I guess I like I was so excited for it to air and then it aired and I was just kind of like honestly I was gonna I would be more interested in the show if they just like let the VIP host just like live their lives in this villa and like do like stories like side stories on them and like never have Lindsay or her business partner like come into the like actual like picture or just like have them like cameo like every like one time an episode but it's, like I don't really care to see Lindsay try and manage people because it's like absolutely pathetic. Like, just let me watch a bunch of, like, hot VIP hosts, which none of them are actually that hot, but, like, hook up with each other. Yeah. The, like, Lindsay and her business partner aspect of it is, like, not going to make for good TV. It's honestly just, like, it, it's, like, it puts me off. I don't think I'm going to watch it. Same.
0: I'll watch it if there's, like, a marathon one day and I'm hungover and I don't want to move and it's just one so of those.
2: Bob TV barrel, is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm
0: basically, yeah. Uh, but let me tell you what is at the top of my TV barrel.
2: Pinky blinders.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: By the order of the goddamn fucking pinky blinders.
1: That's an episode for a different day.
2: It's a love island for me.
0: Oh, Emily. And for you, it's just, you know, your showman. Your dog showman.
1: I'm going to go watch Best in Show.
0: And <laughs> you really should watch,
2: like.
0: you should watch Best in Show. Just as a refresher on, like, that lifestyle
2: etiquette
0: yeah. yeah
2: don't they have to like sleep in a closet because they like lost their hotel reservation <laughs> yeah
0: one of them yeah
2: that movie is uh, so but, fucking funny
1: well this was this was nice this is nice to get us back to good nice, to get nice.
2: Up, guys.
0: nice little reunion i felt we were a yep. bit savage but i feel like we're getting back in the groove here oh yeah you gotta stay humble
1: Well, I'll spend the next week of my life doing fucked up shit to uh, talk about (laughs) for next week.
0: Yeah. It's like I find myself like jumping off cliffs just so like I can talk about it in next week's podcast.
2: (laughs) I just watch a lot of TV. Yeah. (laughs) And drink.
0: How can I become more indoorsy? Start a podcast and assign yourself homework. Never (laughs) leave the house again. It's literally the (laughs) best excuse. (laughs) Well,
1: I'm excited
0: for next week. I'm excited for next week. It was so good to talk to you guys. And let us know if you guys have any suggestions or tips or things that you want us to talk about next week's episode or in future episodes. We're always open to hearing your feedback. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.